famousbeforethefame.com, your number one source for South Florida's hot new indie hip-hop music, videos, and films. Now they have a podcast, one dedicated to introducing on-the-verge indie artists, young entrepreneurs, and internet personalities to the world. If you're not a fan, you will be by the end of this show. Without further interruption, here's your host, the CEO himself, Super Sean. Super Sean, and this is Famous Before the Fame podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by New Broad Apparel. You cannot see me right now, but I got a New Broad hat on. I got a New Broad shirt. I even got a New Broad hoodie and a sweatpants on because it's fucking cold as hell. But yeah, make sure you check out NewBroadApparel.com. Today I got my man Hans BX in here. What's good, my G? Yeah, what's goody, what's goody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hans BX. Of course, the BX stands for B. You from the BX, my nigga. Bronx all day, yeah. Okay, okay. I mean, so what got you, I mean, way down here in Florida and shit? So, I got a little sister. Mm. My, my little sister from out here. My mom just thought it would just be better if we just moved down here and be, be with her, like, education-wise, just, yeah, be in better life. So, we okay. just moved down here, and that's how, it, that's how it started. What's the, um? I mean, it's definitely different from the Bronx, you know, to Florida. Oh, so, like, when you first came, like, what was the first, it had to be, like, a shock to you, like, a kind of a culture shock or something, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, what was the first, like, experience when you first moved down here? Mostly, I, man, I moved, like, in ninth grade, so I was, like, what, 15? Mm. Yeah, so, I'm just looking like, yo, niggas dress different, like, niggas just too cozy out here, like, yeah. niggas in slides, I'm like, <laughs> like, damn, I ha- I hate slides. My mom's, like, my mom's Jamaican, so she call it, like, tacky and shit. Nigga, I'm so. Jamaican too, my nigga. You know, so, you cannot wear socks and sandals, slides, none of that shit, bro, G. You know, none of that shit. I wear it now, but with pants. Yeah. Like, okay. I don't wear it with shorts, but I wear it with pants, bro, so. Yeah, I just, it was just style-wise. I'm looking at niggas' style, I'm like, these niggas dress crazy. Yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. Adapt to them, like, uh, these niggas got their own, so it's all goody. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, my guy. Okay, I mean, let's start with your name, though. How you come with your name? Is that your real name or what? Nah, I had I had HD, and then my boys got hit to it, so that's all they call me now. Even though my name, my name Hands, like, but yeah. the BX came about because I was doing a show for my my sister Peoples, and they threw BX on it for some reason. I don't even know why they did it, and I'm just stuck with it. Hands sound, it sound dope, but it's just better for somebody to say, okay, I can search Hands BX, uh-huh. just Hands, like. So I just ran with it, and now it's just hard. Like, and it represent the Bronx. So yeah, yeah. I'm good. Like, you cool. always rep in the Bronx, no matter what. You look at me, you can't see nothing. Like when <laughs> niggas say, "Yo, you from Brooklyn?" I'm like, "Come on, come on." <laughs> but it's like I understand. But I was like, "Nah, it's a really a difference." Just like I was gonna say, that's disrespectful, yeah. nigga. The boroughs is different, right? Yeah, G? but since I'm out here, I I don't say nothing because they still see New York. But at the end of the day, I brought one of my Miami niggas like, nah. I'm not that nigga. No, I'm not that nigga. So. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But yeah, you I'm cannot a- call a brown nigga a day nigga and vice versa because this gonna start some shit. You know what I mean? But yeah, I'm out here, yo. So, um, you from the BX? How was it growing up though? Like, you know, in the BX before you came down here? I had, I had a straight life though. I was I had my period when I was nigga was just bad as shit. Mm. Like, you know what's crazy? I came out here in fifth grade when I was eleven. I came from New York to Florida. We always traveled. My peoples, we j- Jamaicans, we just go from New York to Florida all the time. Mm-hmm. So 
we moved down here for fifth grade. I did fifth grade a little bit down here, and I went to, I think it's called, I forgot, I think it's Castle Hill. I don't know if it, if it was there, but yeah, I went out there, and I moved back to the Bronx, and shit, I went from the Bronx to Mount Vernon, the Bronx to Mount Vernon, the Bronx to Mount Vernon, so shit was straight. It had, everybody got that period where it's just bad in your neighborhood, mm-hmm. but like any nigga hood, I, like I say, we all from the hood, my nigga. Yeah, yeah. No difference, like, so... Growing up in the Bronx is like growing up anywhere, but it's just real out there. Like, an old lady could get mugged, like, right in front of you, like, damn, like, it's not you even do nothing. Yeah. It's so point, like, damn, niggas is real, like, niggas, they just trying to eat. Yeah. But you bugging right now, my G. Like, yeah. <laughs> All right, so, um, I mean, having a Jamaican, you know, parent or mother, you know what I'm saying? Um, oh, everybody. Everybody. Yeah. Whole fam. Okay, that's what's up. So, how how has that influenced you in any way, oh. like, as far as culture and shit like that? Oh, culture a lot, man. That reggae. You know what's crazy? When I started rapping, I used to rap over my mom's Jamaican tapes. Mm. And if you are Jamaican, if you Jamaican or Island, you know you you bugging. Mm-hmm. So like, old Bougie Bon, Bougie oh, Bon's on the shit. tape. You so, got an ass open for that, bro. Tell me how Jay Z, Jay Z, a Jay Z song come on, it'll be featuring me. I turn off Jay Z part when he goes to the second verse. I rap. <laughs> my mom put on the tape, thinking she about to hear some bougie. You hearing your son wild and talking oh, about? Oh shit! I used to get beaten for days, but that's what I—that's how I knew I wanted to do that though. Ah. I said, "Yo, I'm violating these classic, <laughs> classic tapes, bro. You know, like now, who's making tapes?" But that's—that's that's something else that threw me off, too, bro. You—you you said tapes. You ain't say CD. You said tapes. The era of tapes. That—that's something let me, classical, let me say right there, bro. Yeah, cassettes. I'm tapes, just saying. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? The era of cassettes, tape, whatever it is, that era is is classical. Like I remember right now, I still remember the day when "If I Ruled the World" played on the radio, mm. right? And me and my sister, we recorded that bitch on a motherfucking cassette. We recorded the whole mix. That's the only we time you wait for that shit to drop. That's the only time you would hear That's it. The only time you hear when Funk Flex dropped that all motherfucking. All the time. If I ruled the world, boy, we put that bitch on. We recorded some shit because my aunt used to listen to country, all type of shit. My aunt was crazy Jamaican, but she listened to everything. Yeah. We used to record over her all her old shit. <laughs> Tina, I don't give a fuck what it was. Bro. You feel me? So same shit, bro. Same I, shit. I didn't look at it this way. I was just doing what I'm doing. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but like crazy. you were saying, that's crazy. I thought about it too. Like the only back in the day, only time you would hear music repeatedly was only if the video came on. But if you recorded, you can hear it anytime. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Back in the day, you didn't have an iPod or some shit with the music on. Just the radio. Yeah, you're right. You, where the fuck was you gonna hear it? That's crazy. You had to record it, my guy. That's, that's crazy. crazy. That's true. Yo, that's dope, though. You so know what I mean? The era of shit. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. That's dope. So you know, coming from the Jamaican household, um, you know, the food. Food is something that's... Oh, my gosh. My favorite dish is curry goat, bro. Oh, that's what I was going to ask Tell you. Tell my shorty all the time, like, you got to make curry goat. She don't know how to make curry goat. <laughs> but, yo, you're going to learn to make curry goat. Like, I always want, no matter how it makes me feel. Like, sometimes it be, be wilding with the stomach. Yeah, but, yeah. Like, you got to... Curry goat is my favorite dish. Like, I go that's to Dutch Pot, Donna's, the joint over here on commercial. Like, yeah. Yeah. So. To get that curry goat. That curry goat all the time. She love that. She love that oxtail and that stewed chicken. It's crazy. I think Jamaicans put... The, the the Americans on to oxtail because they love it. They even veganize oxtail. What the fuck? What? Ho, ho, ho. Vegan. Vegan oxtail. Bro. What the this fuck this that nigga, look like, This bro? is nigga wilding on, wilding on the people on the vegans saying, yo, what have y'all done? Like, but I guess vegan is healthy, so yeah. it might be a good thing. I want to know what the fuck that tastes like, my nigga. Tofu, oxtail. Fuck out of here. Crazy. So you mentioned your moms. What about your pops? Uh, was your pops in your life? He was, yeah, 
like from what I can remember, I seen him a few times. Like, like he brought me my first bike, mm. so that was hard. Like, and he taught me like how to ride it. Like, and he, like he taught me, but he was there during mm-hmm. that period. So yeah, he was there, but my pops, like he didn't graduate high school, so his mind is different. Mm-hmm. Lack of education. So. Right, right. But yeah, he was he wasn't there. And he's Jamaican as well. Okay, okay. My mom and pops had the same last name too. Oh yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, they Jamaican. So yeah, yeah. He's scaring me. Like, what the <laughs> fuck going on? Like, everybody Davis. Yeah, yeah. Everybody. I'm like, God. Like, nah, but right. that's you know that's a popular bat. You know, last yeah, name like, Davis, yeah, so, Johnson, I'm happy, and all like, that. That's dope. Growing up, you mentioned some of the music. You know, you were re- you recorded over. Um, but what was some of the music you actually was listening to? Like, you know, besides the reggae, what about some hip hop and oh, things like that? Yeah, rap was rap been my favorite forever. But I grew up listening to whole fabulous shit. But I got on that Dipset area. Mm. That Dipset era, man. That shit was lit. Joel's my favorite rapper. Ooh, that was so my favorite I'm, rapper too. So I'm mad, like the period of no Joel's and what happened, I'm mad at it, but I gotta understand it. Like what I know is like he uh like cops raided his crib, raided his studio, hard yeah. drive and everything. All his music. Wayne music. Him That's in Jer- in Jersey. Yeah, him and Wayne shit. And it's like Damn, this music we will never hear between Joel's and Wayne that never that, got that released. That mixtape was supposed to drop. And that, I, that 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 mixtape with, uh, with Joel. Can't feel my face. It was supposed to drop. You feel me? It hurts my soul, my guy. But yeah, I, yeah, Joel's my favorite rapper. Like, oh, that be. But I, mostly New York, New York rap was my favorite shit. Mm. I ain't listening to nothing but New York rap. So I was a little biased, but now I'm not biased. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, group on nothing but New York, man. Ross was my only southern nigga I listened to. Okay. I was on Ross heavy, like. So even when you was down mm-hmm. here, you still was listening to that New York. New York oh, music. definitely. I, got, I was too biased. It, it, it would, yeah, yeah. That's how I, I and mean. I didn't understand it. And fast music blew my head off. Like, what these niggas doing? Like, I mean, yeah. So t- talk I'm, about that experience. You coming from the BX, right? And then you coming down here, and you it's basically like a whole nother sound. underground sound that nobody ever heard of, but they rocking to that shit. And they jooking at like what was what was the first time like what was your experience the first uh, time you seen, I don't even know the first that. time I heard it. I used to, when I first came out I never went outside mm-hmm. I was always in the crib on the internet like uh, MySpace but I but I when I started going to school when I went to BA that's when I start following people at the school and I'm listening to music and they speaking up songs I'm, and I see this nigga named Iceberg you know what the fuck is Iceberg like yeah. everywhere and they, you hear dunks and I'm like what the fuck is this and everything speeded up and I'm like. These niggas out here wildin' like yeah, yeah. they really fuck with it. But then I started like I'm like, okay, you start feeling the beat. Yeah. Like the jugging shit. I'm like, all right, I can see why they fuck with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's their own shit. Like, yeah, it's dope though. You know what I mean? Like after a while, I when I first came, yeah, I, hated a while, it. Yeah. I hated it. I was like, what the fuck is they this shit sound like a chipmunk? So we used to so we used to something different. <coughs> it's really in our minds. And we young, so it's like Like a nigga a nigga couldn't tell me Pac was better than Biggie. Oh my gosh. You oh could a God. nigga couldn't tell me Pac was better than we'll, Biggie, and we will find any excuse, like, any excuse. But I'm not gonna say Pac. I'm not gonna say Biggie's better than Pac. Pac made better music. Biggie rap better. Biggie will body Pac, Pac in anything. You like. see, we still making. We just but, we still have our own idea yeah, though, right? But, but when, I'm appreciating Pac now. Like I exactly that that was my point. You feel me? After a while, I just appreciate the man music, like. You know, like when you listen to say, Brenda, Brenda got a bit, like that song oh was crazy. You know what I mean? But I at the same watching. time, when you listen to Biggie, like you feel me, Ten Crack Commandments, nigga, that's two different worlds. But them bitches, two different worlds. Is fucking they hitting those hits. You feel me? So it's like 
Bro, I, I, I definitely feel that. I feel you. I feel you. Appreciate that, bro, Pop. And as a person, I watched, like, interviews, rare interviews. That nigga was only, like, 24, 25 with a mind of a... I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm 25, so I'm like, damn, like, what is he doing to get that knowledge that I'm trying to get, like... This nigga was way ahead of his time, bro. Like, but you know, the black people grew up with the Black Panthers yeah, and shit. So you know, so that's a different upbringing. That that's kind of set the path for him to be who he was. You know what I mean? That's dope. That's dope. That is dope. And we talked about, you know, elementary, high school type situation. Mm. You also went to college. You know what I mean? When it comes to, like, rappers, per se, and I don't want to stereotype rappers, but a lot of rappers you don't hear about, you know, going to college. You know what I mean? So yeah. explain, like, what was you pursuing? Um, in college, the crazy part about that, I went there and I picked the major of uh, computer science, mm. and I'm thinking computer science is something way different. And it got, then I find out that shit is way not what the fuck I supposed. So I changed it to TV broadcasting. Mm. So doing like what you doing or mm-hmm. doing my own show or an analyst, like I could do any of that. But I went to Florida Memorial in Miami. I just education just big, and me and my bro was the, like the first two in our generation. To go to college and graduate. Oh, that's dope. So, I had a, I had a point to prove, like, right, I'm going to do this. Like, mm-hmm. And moms could have did it too, but she had it. So, I said, okay, I'm going to do it for moms. Yeah, yeah. Like, it is for me, but it's mostly for mom. Like, if it was me, I would have been rapping, and you don't know how far I would have been. But mm-hmm. I can't I can't go back on that. So, it's like, okay, I had to get this education. Yeah. I'm not mm-hmm. even going to say it's a fallback plan either. Like, I, I stopped saying fallback. This is what I want to do. So, did you end up getting a job in the field that you actually went to college for? Nah. Crazy part about that is they wanted me to do an internship for free for like a year. But I would just think about like where I was living with my grandchildren, I had to get money, like rent. Crazy part is when I got my first job, I was a host at Joe's Crab Shack. Mm. And my first check was like 800 I had to give that 800 to my grams. Like, I think because my grandpa and them was coming down. Uh-huh. Or, or it was for rent. And I paid it. I'm like, Eight hundred, like you know what I could do with eight hundred, and it's mine. Like I'm thinking that's mine. First dude. check. Oh my gosh, she hurt my feelings on that. Never got it back. So, yeah, I got a job, and ever since then I'd be like, I I, I played with nine to five. I would leave. I never, I didn't even know what the fuck a two week notice was, my guy. Yeah, yeah. I'll just leave. And say, fuck out of here. But then I was like, you gotta grow up sometimes. You like yeah, that shit yeah. might come back and bite you. It do. Yeah. But like a reference, especially if you're going hard at a job and you know you can make more money at this one. How you gonna reference them now? Like you, you just dip. Mm-hmm. So now I move better. But now I just, I focus and I say, yo, nine to five, you you really might need it. Because it helps build your dream, bro. You can fund your dream with your nine to five if you use it right. Don't mm-hmm. be miserable. Like, I've seen people miserable. Those are people who didn't gave up. And I, I don't want to say that, but it, I say the miserable people, because you're miserable. It's because you're not focused and saying, yo, I'm going to use this to get up in life. Mm-hmm. Like, you, I don't understand, like, bills are. Sometimes you get way behind. You never come back, bro. You just got to keep grinding, bro. Yeah, yeah. You just got to keep, you never doubt, like, and you got God, my guy. Just talk to God. Like me, I talk to God like it ain't nothing to a point where I be like, yo, God, please no fuckery. Like, I can speak to him like that. And my girl be like, you bugging. You can't be talking like that. Like, you tripping. Mm. Like, but me, I'm like, nah, just the way I like. It's the way you look at the way your life and yeah. your belief in your relationship. Like, you got your you own do. relationship with God. Mm. I understand, bro. I understand. That's definitely. So, um, I mean, you talking about the struggles, you know what I mean? You got a song talking about Feel My Struggle. Like, that's one of the songs that, you know, caught my attention. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? So, let's talk about that song. Before we, you know, I got more questions for you, but let's talk about that song yeah, yeah, yeah. in specific. You know what I mean? Thanks. 
Do you feel my struggle? My struggle. Do you feel my struggle? Do you feel my struggle? Do you feel my pain? My pain. Do you pull that dog? Do you pull that dog? Do you feel my struggle? Do you feel? Do you feel my struggle? I guess I gotta tell you about my life. Do you feel my pain? My pain. Do you pull that dog? Nine to five, getting old now. Can't quit 'cause I'm broke now. Every day I'm a target. Arrogant, getting choked out. Why you trying to take me from my dreams? I ain't never hated on the next nigga. Crazy part about I heard that beat. I don't even know. I think I had a different song. I had a different song, but every like ever since I got that job, bro, I never missed a day. I swear to God, I think I missed a day because they scheduled me and I ain't know. But besides that, I never missed a day, bro. Mm -hmm. So it's like I'm like, yo, this nine to five shit getting old. I'm not doing nothing. This is before I started moving up. I'm like, shit. But I'm broke, and me and my girl trying to eat. Like, like I was sleeping in a car before all this. So feel my struggle was about like, yo. Nigga, you can come up. The struggle shit is real. Like I didn't know about the struggle. Like I had moms, I had grandmoms. Like we was, we was good. Mm -hmm. But now I hit a point where I just went down. I'm like, like you, I can't even. You get to a point where I said this one point when I said you can't chill with your girl with your feet up, and I'm saying that to a point where I was sleeping in a car, so I can't even chill with my girl with my feet up. You can't feel cold. How you cozy? Yeah. I ain't got a crib, my guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I reached that point. Where I'm like, yo, this struggle shit is real. Like people really out here. Cold, can't eat. Like they got belly aches. Mm -hmm. Niggas be complaining about dumb shit. Like yeah, yeah. So I know the struggle, and I know you can get out of it. Like I'm, I'm not good now, but my nigga, I'm not, I'm not in the car no more. Yeah, yeah. Like, sometimes nah. I be like, you know, I go out the car, I can save some money. Yeah, but that's just me playing around. Like nah. nah, but you, you know where you came from. Mm -hmm. That's that's one thing you gotta. And remember. I was only for a period of time. Mm -hmm. Like that's not my whole life. Mm -hmm. But it, it, it did something to me. Like okay, you bugging now, bro. You see what can happen? God can. David Stern your shit. Like. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, so now let's talk about how you actually got into music, though. Was that always something that was a part of you as far as, like, rapping? You you talked about being young, you know, rapping over the tapes and shit. But, like, what actually got you into music? I think it was fifth grade. When I moved down here, my, my god brother, he rapped. And then we just started a group. And I think I was, I was, I was Lil X, and he was... Triple X. My bro was my twin. I got a twin bro. Oh, he okay. was DMX. Even though it was DMX out here, we just like, nigga, you DMX. Like, well, I'm little X. That's that's Triple X. Like, and we rapping, and I was writing. And ever since then, I'm like, yo, I can write. Like, mm. I can write. Like, I can do shit with words. And I'm like, that's crazy. I can play with words. Like, every day I talk to myself, I say, yo, it's crazy how niggas can play with words. Like, that's why when a nigga is rapping, I don't say that nigga better than me. He just got a flow where it's like, this nigga know his flow, and he. He just mastered his craft. I'm like, yo, this nigga's dope. But I bet that nigga listen to me. Oh, this nigga say the same thing. So it's like, I yeah. never hate on a nigga. Like, nigga, you dope at what you do. Like, keep doing you. I ain't even trying to be like you, but that's dope. Yeah, yeah. You ain't gotta hate on a nigga. That shit crazy. So how how old were you though? I was uh, eleven. Eleven. When I first started writing. Okay. And then I came back here. I came back the went back to New York, and I just took it. I ain't take it serious, but I always played with words, and I always in school. I always did the talent like. The nigga who rapped the verse, I did. I think it was Outcast. Mm -hmm. Like the, the way you move, like I knew that verse to the T. Like off of just memorizing it, and then I knew like, yo, I'm dope. I can memorize shit. That shit crazy. Yeah, yeah. I see the I see the paper in front of me. I don't even see the words in my brain. I see that paper that I memorized. Like yeah. shit crazy. Like you feel me? So what about the first time you actually recorded a song? What was the well, situation? Type of studio and you know. Oh, real song? 
Yeah, oh, real so you know, I was rapping on cassettes, playing around. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's like, like when you took it serious and you actually recording in a studio situation, whether it was in your homeboy closet type shit, you know, in the house oh, or a professional studio. I did it in the crib. I did it in the crib when I first when I moved down here in ninth grade. I did it in the crib, but then I got to photo like to college, and I met my bros, my other twin bros who were BRM, like mm-hmm. my boy Rebel, my boy Porter, and J Hit Up. So met them boys. And yeah, ever since then, my guy. So yeah, yeah. Um, like, have you ever learned how to engineer your own music or anything like that, or are you just strictly about the music? You just want rap. I engineered my first tape, my uh, another day, another mixtape. It's on an audio map. Okay. I did that joint. It was my boy Sunny, free that boy. That's my boy right there. But yeah, him and Portav, he they mixed my joint. Like we had Co-Edit Pro, so they mixed my joint. So I knew how to mix my music in a certain program. So. Mm-hmm. But nah, I never want to produce. Okay. I just did it because, okay, I, I want to put out music, and that's what I got to do. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to do something, you got to learn. Yeah, you mentioned your boy Sonny. You said he was on one of your tapes, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. And he's he's um locked up right now, yeah, right? How right long there. he got? Right now, I think that boy got nine. Nah, okay, okay. Um, what are some of your influences when it comes to music? And not even be to be New York biased, but you already know. I'm going to say whole biggie. Yeah, I just I just think about their standpoint. Like Biggie being that nigga in school, he probably got picked on, but then he's like, "Yo, I'm I'm good at writing," and then he just put it in his head and he memorized, and then mm-hmm. so he probably start bodying niggas and say, "Yeah, I, I control the crowd." So Ho coming from, I know he had to be one of them niggas on the block, and then the stories of him being in like a kingpin. Mm-hmm. So it's like he, how you can change how you can change your life around. Like this nigga did this. Like you think a nigga a kingpin. His name and his record probably following me done. But this nigga did something. Now this nigga's an icon in the world. like, And he's rap. So niggas think rap really is not being heard. Rap is really being heard. That's why this new age, I'm not mad no more. Because they touching a whole new era with rap. Mm-hmm. We might not fuck with it, but they touching it. And they bringing rap out there. So rap is always here. And that's the culture. And that's that what made me... Th- and that reminds me to the Bronx. Like, that's where all this shit came from. Yeah. So... That's, That's why I, I think I was made for this, man. What what makes you different from other rappers? I, I'm not gonna say what's different, cause at the end of the day, I make I make grimy rap, grimy rap, like not even grimy rap where you can say nah, I don't listen to that nigga. You don't even make grimy rap. Nah, it's to a point where you can feel me when I'm rapping. I make you really, I put you there, and you like damn, like damn, that nigga really felt that way, or damn, he said that. Then what's the nigga gonna hear that? Oh, he said that? Like, so I give you a feeling. So I ain't gonna say what's different. I just I just bring a more the struggle and relatable feel with a flavor. We all got our flavor. Like all my all my bros in BRM got a flavor. Yeah. I got a grimy flavor. Jay got a smooth flavor. Like, give you that real shit, but he, he make you wanna get up and move. My boy Porter and my boy Rebel, they give you that calm, cool, collective flow. Like, make you sit down and okay, I'm gonna do this. Or I can make this move. I could bust this move. Oh, I might take an L, but it's not really an L. I learned from that experience. So those are my boys, like they know how to grind. So they let's just, talk about talk about um being rich matters. That's the perfect name in the world. Being rich matters. It just makes you think. Every time I post it, I'd be like, somebody gotta read that and say, what does that mean? Like being rich matters. But you hear it, being rich matters. And I don't want you to take it the wrong way, like being rich matters, because I'm not rich. But it's the way you look at rich. You ask Bob Mar- like when Bob Marley was alive, he said, "Rich is not what you have; mm-hmm. it's you." 
what you trying to do with your life, like level up your knowledge, like be woke. Yeah. So being rich matters. I'm just trying to level up in life, bro. Like we all trying to level up. These are my bros that like, we've been through it. Like they, my bros scratched my back, bro. Like I wouldn't do nothing for these bros. Like these are my bros. Like that's not same blood. Like niggas will lie and say, yo, that's my bros. Like we got the same mom, different dad type shit. So. Yeah, it's just so a brotherhood. Hold on, all y'all got the same mom, you said? No, no, we were oh. a lot, because we twins. Oh, okay. Like, my two other bros, Rebel and, Rebel and Porter Ave, not Jay. But yeah, we were a and said we bros, because we all twins. Okay. So we said, yo, yeah, our pops had us like this. And it worked, because we, we black. Yeah, yeah, it And, you worked. know, black niggas just look alike, like, so it worked. But yeah, BRM is just a, a family, bro. Something that just gonna, it's a movement, bro. So like being rich to me is like it's not even about material, but it's everything. It's just like I said, it's always about leveling up, bro. Like, yeah, I want this, I want a hard car, like a hot car, but I want hundred cars on. Like like one of my songs, I said I ain't never worried about a Porsche. Like I never was that nigga worrying about cars and shit. So being rich is just just knowing about life and moving right and never not saying you never gotta work no more, but you ain't gotta go so hard to when your body hurt. You can use your mind now, like. I want my mom to have a crib and she ain't got to work no more. Like the money she got is off of her investing and she got a plan. So being rich, she's just leveling up in life, bro. And, and I got to struggle and be miserable. But that should be, like in a restaurant biz, niggas be miserable, bro. And that should be getting me tight because you can't be in this biz and motherfuckers come in here to eat. You bugging, like. So I just want the miserable people to chill. Like, like just, just follow your dreams. Just stay focused. Just stay focused, my guy. Yeah, that's what being rich means. Free Smoke Volume 1. Alright, so you got Free Smoke Volume 1 coming out, right? That's going to be your 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 next mixtape. Yeah. Right? Um, Who you got on that mixtape? You got any This is going to just be me. Just you? Yeah. Okay. Like, I want my bros on there, but it just got to be me right now. But you're going to hear singles with them boys, so it's all, it's all love. Okay. But... Free Smoke Volume One, and it plays off my boy, my boy Hove in my Lifetime Volume One. That's ah. one of my favorite albums. So okay, so, so you that that's that's something big to follow, my G. That's something. You know, I picked up that in college. Like I just went back to his old shit because mm. Hove said one one of his verses say, "Want to hear my old shit? Play my old album." Like I'm not. That's not me anymore. Mm-hmm. So if you really want to hear that, go go listen to my old shit. So I just listen to that. And that's one of the hard shit. So and I said Volume One, I might collect. I might do a volume two because I don't think he did a, a two though. But I might. I might. Time, nah, they did like like they redid the album two point yeah, shit, so, but it wasn't like a real two. Yeah, so, but yeah, I might do a two if that shit go hard. But it's not even it's free smoke to a point where I'm giving game, kicking game. Like I'm 25, but bro, I, I've been through things. I know some things. I'm trying to get the young. I'm like the youth. Like yo, y'all wilding out here. Like like you were saying, boom game. Mm. Like, what you doing, my guy? Like you got millions of motherfuckers watching. You know what you can do? Like say something, go do something. Like and you, if you are cool, but the message you doing, you, you flip flopping, like you bugging, you out here busting guns in the air while driving. Like a chick just got a, arrested and charged with mad shit for doing that. Like you bugging out here, bro. Like you got a voice, do something with it. You playing around with this shit, and these these people using you, like yeah, they know you're a coon. 
They know you're fucking cool, my guy. You bugging. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Let me take a minute to ask my listeners a few questions. Did you subscribe yet? Are you on SoundCloud slash Famous Before the Fame? Did you follow us? Are you on iTunes? Famous Before the Fame podcast. Did you subscribe yet? How you think you're going to hear these podcast interviews I drop every week if you haven't subscribed? What about YouTube? I know you on YouTube, but have you subscribed yet? You got to subscribe so you'll be the first to listen when I drop these episodes every week. Do yourself a favor. Don't be a follower and wait for someone else to share everything then like it. Subscribe now. And to all my current subscribers, much love. Now let me get back to this interview. So let's talk talk about the um, mixtape cover though. Yeah, Free Smoke. And... Cause each track is gonna give you a different inhale, bro. For all my niggas who smoke weed, all my people who smoke weed, you know how each inhale matters. Growing up, if you smoke, I see niggas. Nah, you ain't. Each this each track is a different smoke. I'm telling you, like it, it's gonna give a vibe where you gonna feel me, and you just gonna relate. And I'm not even gonna. I'm comparing myself to Pop. You know how Pop? You hear Pop? You like, damn, this nigga living a crazy life. And he putting it, he putting it in words for us, and we listen on a beat, and it's like that's what I'm giving you. I'm giving you that real on a beat, and I'm relating to you, but with flavor, a different flavor. Like damn, this nigga rapping so hard, but he got flavor with it. That's why I don't want to be in that category. Like this nigga make dark, grimy rap. Nah, I don't. Like I mean, I could be on anything. I got this song with my boy Marley. Like that shit is hard for the females. Like mm-hmm. that could be in the club. So I can make rap. I'm rap. I'm a rapper. Like, but I'm also an artist. That's what's up. And then right after that, you you say you're gonna follow up with the um a a, a collab mixtape. Oh, four B two B. Ah, my boy J hit up so my boy. Explain the four B two B. From the Bronx to Broward. Ah, yeah. So it's just me and him showing our lives. Like it's not even gonna be a tape where you are gonna hear a different sound. Like you hear my up north sound. Here's the, nah, it's gonna be something like something for a co- for the culture, bro. Like even though. Everybody don't know about us. This is something where you could go back and say, yo, these niggas did something. Like everybody's doing a collab tape, but this tape gonna be crazy. We had we had tracks for it and it was done. But we so much better now from that point. So much better. Cause we taking rap serious. Way serious. And we know what we can do. We just trying to make a change, right? You recently dropped the song, well, you featured on a song, right? Yeah, no patience. Yeah, no patience with Jay head up and and what's the other dude name on the song? Porter Ave. Porter Ave. My boy Rebel. Okay. Rebel okay. number five. And that's basically part of being rich Maddis right yeah. there. Yeah. Well, oh. my boy Hefe, my boy Easy, and free my boy Chan. Yeah. So that's BRM, but those the rappers right there. BRM. Pose is shaking so you know a nigga feeling nervous. So impatient, tell him fuck him, we ain't got no patience. Tell him we ain't got no patience. Tell him we ain't got no patience. Pose is shaking so you know a nigga feeling nervous. So impatient, tell him fuck him, we ain't got no Boys was spitting on that shit, man. That's what I love about us, bro. We all can spit. That's why I'm happy. Like, I'm in a group where niggas can spit. We all solo, but being rich matters is our group. And we know we could put out music to a point where Dipset put out music, but Cam had his own shit. Joel's had his own shit. Jim had his own shit. Mm-hmm. But we trying to, not saying we trying to be better than that, but we trying to, we trying to level up more than that, have our name a legacy. Like, who don't want that? That shit is 
great. Like, it's a great feeling. Like, knowing you will always be remembered. We all got to go, bro. Yeah. We all got to go one day. Like, you ain't got to think about it, but it's, it's real. And when you get that sense where you know it's real and you just live your life, you, you just know that's what motherfuckers be living to 100. You just got to calm. You just want to accomplish something before you go. That's it. You feel me? Leave a stain. That's good. A good stain. You feel me? Leave a, a stain, good stain, bro. A good one. Not a. Look at all these stains in the world. You feel me? These dumbass stains, too. Why well, can't leave a, a real ass thing? A good like, stain. Just leave a good stain. That's just good forever. BX. You feel Remember me? me? Yeah, yeah. Remember me, my guy. Shout out to my boys. Them boys up next, man. Just following the process, yo. That's crazy. That following the process is about to be a slogan for somebody. Mm-hmm. If MB don't do that, he's bugging. Don't let me find out how to do it. I'm about to brand that shit. So explain the concept behind no patience. Um, did you guys come up with that shit together, or you know somebody had the concept yeah, he, or what? That was that was my song, bro. That was my song. I had, I had like two verses for it. But the crazy part about it is I'm, I'm like, let me hear my boy Jay on this. And then Jay came on it. But then I thought about it. I said, yo, my boy Av is dope. I got to hear him on it. And then he came on it. Then I'm like, yo, I got to put Rebel on it. <laughs> and then we just made a hit, bro. I came up with the hook. And the boy just came with five verses. Like, I can't even say it was. It, that's how it was meant to be. Yeah. Like me being like, damn man, I had two verses for this hard ass song. I could have just did a hard ass song, but I'm like, these are my niggas, like, and look what we did. And when I hear it, it's it, I forget me. I'm like, yo, I just bring this magic. I make this magic happen. Yeah. Like, god dang, do you hear what these niggas saying? Yeah. They giving you the real, but with flavor. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh. Like, now nah, the sound of that that track is just a different. It's a whole nother. It give you a different sound. Like, it just make you want to rock. Like, what the. Yeah, what the yeah. Fuck these got and the going visual on? is 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 dope. Who who shot that video? What's that boy? I think Hot Rod. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah that, that shit that shit was dope. You feel me? Um, that that that's definitely a hit. So let's get into um on the mixtape Free Smoke Volume One. You got a song don't by the name of Don't Know Me. <laughs> They always say they know you. They do. Yes. Nah, not me. That's BX. Yes. <laughs> Cause we went to school, you don't know me. Cause I pass you the blunt, you don't know me. I can stand where I want, you don't know me. Better not front, leave you lonely. Cause we went to school, you don't know me. Cause I pass you the blunt, you don't know me. I can stand where I want, you don't know me. Better not front, leave you lonely. I ain't never changed. I'm the same cool nigga like sleeping on the next side. Keep fucking with my best side. Talk about that song. I did that to showcase. I was like, yo, that's my baby. That one, I think it was, it's going to touch a lot of people. It's something you can rock with, but you got to listen to the words. Mm-hmm. It just make you move. And it's a it's an inhale. You got to be, I ain't going to say you got to be smoking, but you got to be on a vibe. I'm one of those, you come from a hard day, nine to five, and you want to shower, and you want to sit on the balcony and smoke a joint. You can listen to me. And you like, damn, yeah, I feel where you come from, my guy. We working this shit, thinking it ain't going nowhere, but nah, nigga, just get your head right. Believe in God, like, just move right. Talk to God, like, some, and don't think shit gonna move in a week. Like, give yourself a period. Like, a good shit is six six months yeah. or a year. Like, come on, like, stop playing yourself. Give it a some week? time. What are you doing? Like, what you gonna do in a week? Like, you can't even save money in a week sometimes. Like, you look at, I look at a, a hundred dollars different than when I was a, a jit, bro. 
Yeah. That shit is scary. Like, $100 is legit. I stole from my mom's, like, $200, $200 from my mom's one time, bro. And you know what's crazy? When I was down here, I got baptized. Uh, I got baptized, bro. Wash my sins away. You still but had I, that BX thing, you though. But that, that's the crazy point. I didn't, I thought me being baptized means, yo, I'm good with God, no matter what I do. I had this shit all messed up in my brain. I'm young, I'm like 11. So I'm like, yo, I'm baptized, God. Whatever I do, I could just say, forgive me, and I'm good. So I go back to, I go back to New York, and I just start stealing from my peoples, bro. I'm not even stealing from everybody. I'm stealing from my peoples. Because that's the only people I see with money. I don't know nobody. My mom's we Jamaican. We don't go in people's house. We chill at our own crib or yeah. stay with each other. But I'm still with my peoples because my mom's making bread. And I'm seeing 100, 200. Nigga, one time I bought 200 worth of candy. I swear to God on everything. 200? Hold on, hold on. Bro, I was in the store buying... Let me not say 200. Let me say uh, like 80, 90 dollars. So uh, almost 100, bro. And I went to school that same day. I'm going to sell all this candy. Nigga, I only sold like $10, $20 of candy. You know what I did with that can- other candy? I ate it, bro. Oh, me and my bro ate it. We was fiends. Like, nigga, we're going to make up for it. But I'm stupid. Like, I, so I wish got, I had the brain. You got ass whooping and you had a stomach. Oh, my gosh. My mom said, you stole the money? I'm like, nah, I ain't stole the money. She know we stole the money. <laughs> we just bad, bro. And it's like, whoopings didn't do nothing. And Jamaican, bro. They whoop yeah. you with anything. I've oh, been, yeah. Let me not get my mom in trouble. But, hey, I got, I got shit, the we, shoot to the we head. We grown now. My mom whooped me, bro. She beat me with anything. Coming out, if you come out the shower, what? You ever got come out, come, <laughs> bro? You ever came out the shower and got beat, bro, with the belt? <laughs> At least whoops on you sometimes. That shit is. Let's, t- shit let's is talk hot about. Bubbles. <laughs> you better chill. So you definitely you was getting ass whoopings for oh all this gosh. shit though. So I okay. Dumb okay. shit. That's my mom, my mom put dumb shit in my head. to hate dumb shit. I hate dumb shit, bro. Right, right. All right. What inspired you to write the song? Don't know me. When I heard that beat, when I heard that beat, bro, that beat just, it was just, it just did something to me. That's why I said I love music, bro. It just did something to me. And I was like, man. You remember T.I. song, You Don't Know Me? And I wasn't even thinking about that. But then when I'm hearing it, I'm like, yo, that's crazy. Like, now you're, you're making me think about it back in the time when he did it. So I'm like, yo, this might be a, this might be something. But it's just something you can rock with, bro. Especially if you smoke a joint. I got you thinking in your brain like, yo, life ain't that bad, yo. This nigga out here grinding. I'm going to grind just like this nigga. And let's see what happens. So what's the process when it comes to you making your music? It could be anything. I could be home on all day, on the balcony, writing. I do, I do the same shit on all my off days if I'm not scheduled for a show or I be home, I get a blunt, buy a Malta. Buy a Jamaican patty or buy curry goat, a drink and some candy. And I go on the porch and I smoke one blunt and I go in the room and I fall asleep. But I'm writing music through all this process, waking up, writing music, going over beats. So it could be anywhere. I could be at my, my girl's people's crib and in my phone writing a song because I don't want to talk to nobody because I don't know nobody. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. So you, so you mentioned um, smoking is a part of your process. Right, oh, definitely. Okay, okay. So it's definitely important. Yeah, right? my, yeah. My mom's smoke weed all through the house. She said, if I ever catch you smoking weed, I'll bend your head through the wall. Bro, she scared me, bro. I said, I'm never smoking. Like, I don't even know what you're doing. I just know you putting paper to your mouth and you smoking this this green shit. But then I got older and I got to college and 
this boy put me on, like, this boy from up top. And I, I miss, first time I smoked weed, I laid in my, my bunk bed in um college. I swear to God, though, I was going up to the roof, bro. I was going up, and I'm thinking, what the fuck is going on? Do I want to try this again? But I'm saying, maybe I'm just too, I'm thinking too much. I'm supposed to be cozy. I'm supposed to be relaxed. And just ever since then, it puts me in a different mind. And when I'm writing, I swear to God, I think I'm so much better when I'm writing and I'm high. It, it makes me reach somewhere. I'm like, okay. You know how they say you can use, you only use this part of much of your brain? I be thinking I using some part of my brain to be getting so creative. I be like, yeah, I got to stay high. But we, I can't say weed is, I'm addicted to weed, but I don't want to look at it like that. Because it's, it's not bad. It, it do stuff to people who really hurt. Who got a sickness, so it helped people. I'm Jamaican too, so. I love weed, bro. I love weed. What's your favorite strain? Sour. It just be being from New York, sour. Like, I probably taste better, but I'm just, I just love sour. Leo, you got sour? <laughs> what about sour that you like? Just a taste. It just got a taste to it. Like, I like blue cheese. Like, cheese, oh my gosh. That shit got a taste to it, but sour just, and it just made me feel like home. Like, it just, it's just a feeling. That's why I said when you out of your city or your state and you somewhere else, you just try to feel like home. Like, I tatted myself with New York. Everything New York. Like, right here, my chest is like the Statue of Liberty, headphones, uh, Statue of Liberty with a gun in his hand, red flag. Just, just everything about New York and everything about life that I've seen and all that. Just tatted all over me, like. I got Bronx, New York on my legs in the in the sky and the sun and just showing the city like how, how many tats you got? I got a half sleeve on my leg, a half sleeve on my arm, and my chest is my chest piece. That shit was a bitch. That shit had me shivering like a like I was cold. What? But you know you like I ain't gonna say stop. You gonna finish this, like but I was I was shivering, bro. What when what, what age what was the first age you got your first tattoo? Or hold on. What age did you get your first tattoo? In college, so I think eighteen or nineteen, and then after that, was it just like you just kept getting them or what? You was uh, like, man, this shit hurt. Fuck this. Now that shit hurt, but it, I said I'm the type of person. If you go through pain, you can take that pain now. So I'm like, yo, if I could take a tap one time, I could do it again. Like, and I said about life, anything you go through, you get stronger. Even a motherfucking needle touching you. You look at what's Khalifa and them boys. Yeah. If them niggas got that, why I'm tripping off of these much? Let me get some more. These niggas touch everywhere. I'm like, you bugging. Like, that's a different type of pain, but yeah. it's addicting. That shit crazy. I'm gonna find a way to to get it and not feel it. I'm gonna invent it. I don't know how. Niggas yeah. be like, smoke weed. Niggas <laughs> be like, nah, I don't smoke weed. A cream or some shit. Something though. All right, so um, boom. It's New Year's Eve, my G. Mm. New Year's Eve. You feel me? It's about to be 2018. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what's what's your you do you have a New Year's resolution? Just to keep building my name, getting my buzz up, getting real fans that say, "Yo, hands BX." I want somebody to see me on the street and bro, be like, "Yo, that's hands BX." Cause I'm right here. I'm everywhere. I'm in deep side. I'm in shallow side. I'm up up top. I'm everywhere. I'm in North Lauderdale, like Sunrise. Like I'm here. Like yeah. I work somewhere where you can see me too. Like so. I just I'm just waiting for that day. Not even exposure. Just people to say, "Oh, that nigga got a message. He's saying something, and he out here." Mm-hmm. It ain't like I'm trying to go back to New York and get my sound. Like I'm cool here. And I right. know y'all gonna fuck with my sound. Like 
it ain't it ain't even a ch- I'm trying to dominate or nothing. It's just a sound like Yo, this nigga got a and speak my shit up. You want to speak my shit up? Speed it up. Shit sound crazier. Let's I mean let's talk about your sound. Um, you know you from the BX. Mm-hmm. Do you consider yourself like the New York sound? Do you consider yourself a South or like a Southern rapper sound? Like what 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 category I, would you put yourself in at, if if any at all? I don't know if I yeah that's what I'm saying. I don't know if I would put it in the category. So I don't know because I'm out here. And it's to a point where I don't make southern music, but who does? Nowadays they just making it's all, it's one genre. Like you hear the fast music, you hear the fast music, uh, like talking with Migos. Everybody trying to rap like the Migos. Mm-hmm. Like everybody trying to sound like each other, bro. Niggas so, stealing niggas' flows, my nigga. But it'd be like, did he really steal the flow? But it's like niggas do be stealing flows. No, like think about it. Back in the day, did you hear? A, a, a Biggie song with the same flow as a Pac song? Like, nah. did you hear, you know, and, and the internet maybe is to blame too, but did you oh, hear bro. any of, nah, but at the same time, for real, for us, just a follower mm-hmm. mentality. Like, I want to make a hit. I want to make a sound like this. I want to sound like that. That became okay to sound like someone else. Back in the day, it's like, your own shit. like, Let's take it back to clothes, like fashion. I didn't want the same shoes as you. That's I didn't want the same shirt you had. If we had the same shirt, I was mad, bro. Like, I would make sure that I didn't have the same stuff as somebody else. So, like, explain, like, what do you, what makes you, from from your point of view, what makes you think people said, like, where did we go wrong? Where did where where in, the, in, in hip-hop did we figure it's okay to sound like somebody else? Nah, I, don't, I can't even blame anybody. It's like... It just happened. It's just a change that happened. But like I say, I think the old heads didn't do enough to a point where I think they said, I'm worried about myself like I mean, and my fam, which is cool. Like That's all we trying to do. But they ain't trying to adapt and try to get the talent people out of there, the young boys. Nowadays, the, the A&R is getting the young boys. I tell them, yo, I throw you like three, four million, you going to come mm-hmm. and bring your, your audience that you got your hood on you. Because the, the hood fuck with niggas. Like, if you doing something to hood... You could be cursing in your raps and all that. Mom across the street fucking with you because everybody fucking with you and you making music. And they and if they see you popping, they fuck with you. So hoods fuck fuck with they hood like they hood people. So yeah. and they taking advantage of that shit. Where the older heads could have signed these niggas and say, I'm gonna push you. Like sign out shout out to Ho for signing J. Cole. Like mm. shout out to Wayne for signing Drake. Like these niggas said, yo, it ain't about me. I'm it's about to for the culture, bro. Gotta make sure this shit stay right. Mm-hmm. But I don't think enough people did it. Not enough. I'm not gonna say nothing, but like Nelly. Why Nelly didn't get a young nigga to come in? Why Snoop didn't get a young nigga to come in? Like, that nigga's OGs. Like, Dr. Dre blesses with Eminem, and then Eminem blesses with 50. Like, like come on. Like. Yeah, that's 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 some real shit, bro. You gotta do it for the culture. Like, you like take that for instance, famous before the fame. I feel like this is for the culture. This is a platform for the culture. Like, we doing this. This is humbly for that. the culture. You know what I mean? For the people of South Florida. And even if you're not from here, if you're coming through here, that's what we're doing this shit for. You know what I mean? So, like, one day, you know, when when, when Hans BX make it, I'm going to say, yeah, bro, came through. Famous be for the fame. We already pointed that out. You know what I mean? So, that's, that's, that's what it's really about. The satisfaction that's. is that, not the fame. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, bro, I get it. I get it. Hey yo, this is bring us to a different platform, bro. Mm-hmm. We just trying to make a change. That's it. That's it. You feel me? That's so, all we trying um, to do. Is there anything like right right now besides this projects that you're working on? 
Like, you got any videos you got dropping that nobody don't know about or anything? Like, what? I got more freestyle. Okay. So, you know, I'm always... And it was crazy. I don't freestyle to a point where I, I talk about your J's. I talk about... Like, nah, that's not me. I'm type... I write so much. I memorize. I just told you. I memorize shit, mm-hmm. bro. So, I'm always on point with something. Everything sound hard to a beat. I just got to think and get my flow right. Like, I'm always switching my flows. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, let's talk about the freestyles, because, I mean, this whole year, you've been dropping freestyles back to back to back. Like, you've been dropping to, shit. You've been dropping songs. Like, you've been, doing your, you've been doing your due diligence. Like, you've been making it known, like, hey, I'm here. Yo. So, it's levels to it, and you're just trying to graduate. But, you know, let's talk about the freestyle. What, what, what was the whole point of, you know, you just going in like that? You were starting with just, the basics. A lot of people skip over that. Yeah. You feel me? My boy Jay was doing it. He been doing it. Mm. So I'm like, yo, I've been doing this. Like before I even met niggas, I've been freestyling, been in school, battle rapping. Niggas know me like in school. Like I was in Broadway at BA rapping. Like niggas remember me from lunch. Like, and I got a twin bro, so they just know me. Oh, that's that nigga that used to rap. Like, so I just it just stuck with me, bro. Yeah. I just love freestyling, hand beats, and I, I go over classic beats. Sometimes I don't touch them for songs. I just rap over it. Like, you don't want to do a song over a classic beat. I hate that. Unless you really body it, so. Mm-hmm. But. I mean, like, the cla- the whole classic beat point, right? The song, More Money. More, more Money, More problems. problems. It's like an old school, like, sample with it. You yeah. Know I mean? From, like, I forgot what movie that was from. I don't. Jason My girl was telling me it's an old song, though. It's an old song, but it's... From a, a lady. Yeah, and it's a a, somebody, a movie, a dope movie used it, you feel yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just, that's a classic sample, you know that what I mean? It's hard. It, yeah, it just makes you feel a way. Exactly. Like, it brings you that time. Exactly. Like, so you, you, you're, like I said... You had to be there. You're not, you not skipping the basics. You're you still in the basics and music... You know, we hip hop. We we oversaw all that shit, yeah. and we just saw some whole dance hip hop. You know, shake your ass type shit. But it's coming back around, right? It it's coming does. back around it to the bars. Does. Like they matter now. Bars matter. You feel me? Like what you're saying is. I hear Kendrick to on the radio now. That's mm. all I hear, bro. Kendrick. I used to get mad when all I hear was Lil Pump and all them, and I'm mad at them. But I'm mad like, damn, this is not what I really rock to. Like it's you can rock with it, but. Now here's Kendrick. I'm like, oh shit! Now they appreciate it now, mm-hmm. so it's making me think like, yo, me and my bros could really do something like, all right. And y'all, South Florida popping, and the Bronx is popping. Cardi B, like, oh my gosh, Cardi B, what Got are shit you lit. doing? Got the whole shit, blicky lick, all that shit, niggas is lit now. Cardi you know B, mean? though. Yeah, so you ain't forget about the basics. You know what I mean? With that being said. Like I don't want to put you on, you know, sight, but <laughs> you you got some bars, my G. Yeah, I got some bars, B. J- J- let me let me hear something. Oh, is that I just want to rap? That's all I want to do. But let me hear something, my nigga. I I really seen it. Grams always had the bag with her. Niggas talk while you mad, bitter. Take shit like a ball, brother. Chances rarely ever call, brother. So you better get it all in more. I used to chill at the corner store, now I'm barely ever at the corner store. Moved on like Revis, still spitting while I'm breathing. Never heard what he's saying, everybody always playing. Mama never raise a joke, never raise a fool, never raise a stupid nigga. Never understand why you do it if you never always like to do it, nigga. Questions never hit me ass, quick to learn from the past. First off, never trust a nigga, second bet, never trust a chick. I'll never die over nothing I never had no business with. Break a nigga last honey with. Never switch on some other shit. Hates. 
I put the whole house on the team. Bet it up, fuck a spread, nigga. Be a rum till I dead, nigga. Gassed up, got your head bigger. Pipe down with your hill figure. Niggas all for themselves. Merc a nigga for a belt. The wrong meaning of the wealth. Hence. Yeah, Bars. Okay, okay. You feel me? That's the first freestyle we did. You feel me? Yeah, All famous before the fame for the new years. You know what I mean? People to listen, bro. You, you, you had to do it. I had to let a nigga drop some. But I'm gonna get you on lyrical content too, my G. I have to get you. We gonna decode some of these you bars. Love. You feel me? Then let me know. I got you. I got you. We gonna get you on there. Decode some of these bars. You feel me? When hey, that yo. free smoke volume one drop. Oh my we, gosh, we, free we, smoke, free smoke, volume one. We gonna, we gonna, January. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna get you in. So um let the people know when you drop that, like where where is it gonna be at? It's gonna be on all the streaming platforms or it's just gonna be on SoundCloud. What's the now it's gonna be on it's gonna be on most of them. Most of them. Okay. People people only use certain ones, so it's gonna be on SoundCloud, it's gonna be on my mixtapes. It's been really like I'm gonna try to make it go on everything, bro. That's what's like, up. You gonna hear it. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, let, the, let the people know where they smoke, can follow. Free smoke. Yeah, let the people know where they can follow you at, my G. Yo, I'm HandsBX on everything. Or Cozy Boy Hands. I think it's on Snapchat. I'm Cozy Boy Hands. But HandsBX on everything. So I'm trying to make that a brand. HandsBX. That's what's up. HandsBX. Free Smoke Volume 1 coming January. That shit coming Don't really, know really me. soon. Oh my Don't God. know me is fucking fire. Yeah, I gotta you hear feel this, me? Man. Shit is exclusive. You heard that shit first. Famous before the fame. Oh my God! Shout out my boy, my guy. You know yo, this mean? shit was hard. Yo, this shit's lit. Yeah, yeah, that's what's I fuck up. With that's you, what's my up. You already know. And don't forget, this episode is sponsored by NewBraApparel.com. Make sure you go check them out. Get you a dad hat. Get you a t-shirt. Or it's kind of cold right now. You feel me? Especially down here in South Florida, it's kind of cold. People don't know how it is, but you know you gotta get you the hoodie. The new bra hoodie, walk around with that right there. You're seeing a lot. Support the hood, support the team, support the whole county. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, hands, my yeah. G. It was a good one, you know what I mean? You already know, my guy. This shit, this shit was lit for the culture, yo. That's what's up. I hey, appreciate shout you. Shout out to Team BRM. You heard being rich matters. Yo, you really putting this out there, too, my guy. So respect that. Respect, respect. So good looks. All right. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Famous Before the Fame podcast. I really appreciate it. Check this out. I'm going to keep doing my job, which is continue to deliver dope content. What I need from you in return don't even cost $1. If you really like this episode and want to hear more, make sure you follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and watch us on YouTube so you never miss another episode. Like, subscribe, review, retweet, and share. Again, I am Super Sean, and this is FamousBeforeTheFame.com. <laughs>